Hey, Brian, we've got a new sponsor, a new partner called Betterment. Betterment is a financial planning company, gives you financial advice. Their mission is to help people manage and grow their wealth, higher expected returns at lower costs. Betterment provides investing advice through smart technology with real people to help with account support. They are the better way to invest for your financial future. Personalized financial advice, great experience, and award-winning customer expectations. Betterment cares about its clients and is shown through how transparent the investing process is. Investing involves risk for a limited time. You can sign up for Betterment. You may qualify for a free Canary Home Security System to help secure your home, too. For terms and conditions, visit Betterment.com advanced. Betterment, investing made better. In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill warmly welcomes Sven to the show. Bill also does his best Barry White impersonation, and we listen to a clip from an interview with an outstanding guest on the topic of intention. Welcome again, everybody, to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast in the universe, created exclusively for your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. Bill Kasky here. Do I sound nasally? Yeah, you do. I feel you, nasally. You've had that thing for a couple weeks uh, or it's more. It's been more like a couple months, oh. but that's okay. Yeah. But what are you doing to keep it around and alive? <laughs> I think I do think something. I got two rounds of it. I do think I was sick with something, and then something else caught back up with me while I was away on uh, spring break. I went to Aruba on spring break. Did oh, I tell you that? that? Sounds great. I think I didn't tell you that. It was beautiful. If you've ever been to Aruba, listeners, if you've never been to Aruba, go. I should. I don't know if we have any listeners in Aruba. I we should might. have checked before I We've got went. one in Iran, so <laughs> we surely. Isn't it Iran? <laughs> Iran. <laughs> Iraq, Iraq, Flock Iraq. of seagulls. Yeah, but um, yeah. I need to get rid of my cold so it don't sound so nasal. You know, you, you, we used to believe when we were kids, oh, well, you know, if we get to Florida, spring break, we'll clean all this cold up. That's and what I we, thought. Of course, in college, we drink for seven <laughs> totally. days, 20 hours a day, so it's not probably helping. Or in our late 40s, either one. So You know, in the Midwest here, it was... Uh, it was really nice from February 15th till March 1st. It was yeah. unsea like 60s, Beautiful. which we'd never have. And uh, so then it turned cold in March, and I was joking with somebody. I said, we never thought we would really long to have February back. <laughs> would exactly. We? Because it was too chilly. And I think that probably created a lot of germs and a lot of bacteria. That's I see a little bacteria on your is there so, hat yeah, there. I yeah, I do have. So right. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a camouflage hat today. Kind of took the day off. It's Good Friday. So we're it recording is. Oh, Good right. Friday, yeah, which is right. nice. I'm fasting today. I didn't tell you that either. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah, so far I've had water and tea. Okay. So is I'll tea, tell you how that goes. tea allowed? Uh, well, I mean, no, I'm just doing it to okay. try, you know, right. uh, see if, how it goes. So I'll let you know at about 10 o'clock tonight if I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will be. You know, when you have a podcast uh, like we do, we do, and we always, we're, I'm, we're observers of human nature, and we're observers of media, and I heard yes. something funny the other day. There was a guy on, it was either Squawk Box on CNBC or CNN or one of those shows. It was a business show, yep. and uh, the interviewer said, well, tell me, you know, you're a financial planner, and tell me what... Uh, Tell me what people are missing today when they go to financially, you know, plan their lives. You go, yeah. well, you know, I'll give you an example. He goes, let's just take two people. Let's take the first one. It's Greg. And he doesn't have a financial plan. And he's never saved a thing in his life. And by the time he's 60 years old, blah, blah, blah. He says, that's Greg. And that, that's, that's a typical thing. Yeah. But let's take somebody else. Let's call him Sven. And Sven, and he said Sven. He said Sven, and I'm like Sven. You you have two people. First off, you would have thought he would have picked Greg and Lucy. Or totally, something. yeah, or Tom and Susan. Uh, that's right. But he went he went Sven. to Sven. That's right. Yeah. And I know that the I know that the broadcaster, the announcer, was probably saying to himself, "Should I?" 
hold the phone here a little yeah. bit. How did yeah. we come up with Sven? And he didn't laugh. It wasn't like Just he was plowed right through it, huh? Plum Sven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was uh, funny, it, and I know people get on TV and they and they say things they shouldn't say, just like we say things. It we just shouldn't pops in your it head, pops in. right? It's like Sven, and you can't get it back. We need to get a picture of Sven here with us. So <laughs> uh, we've got a great interview coming up. Before we do that, I will tell you, Bill, that I was in a meeting the other day with my little uh, crack team, and we're th- doing some stuff, and we decided we're going to start mailing out personalized little thank you notes. Oh, good, yeah. Isn't that nice? That's good. That's a good thing, and it's a push for me to do that. And so as we're talking about it, the team says, well, how are we going to get all these envelopes to everybody? Mm-hmm. And I said, I got the solution, baby. Stamps.com. Stamps.com saves you time, saves you money when you need to grow the business. You can mail any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and your printer. Stamps.com makes it easy. They send you a digital scale, calculate the exact postage, I use stamps.com because I don't like to go to the post office, and it's really easy, and I'm a junkie for efficiency, and stamps.com makes things super efficient. Piece of cake. Uh, Right now, you, too, can enjoy stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment, which is great. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in advanced selling. That's stamps.com, enter advanced selling, stamps.com. Never, ever, ever go to the post office again. I bet that made your week when you're sitting around I, with I your crack team, so and they excited. say, well, geez, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hiring a bunch of, we, don't, we don't know how to mail. How Who's we going to the grocery store? Well, you, well, team, just hang tight. I've got something here. And so you raise I your hand in the hand, back of the room. Yeah, with a smirk. <laughs> and then someone looked at me and goes, stamps.com? I go, Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. Uh, anyway. Hey, listen, I uh, interviewed a lady by the name of Kristen Zhivago last week, and it's uh, for some other work that I'm doing where I'm interviewing some experts on sales process and sales uh, mission and salesmanship, salespersonship, mm-hmm. as I say. Good correction. And uh, Kristen is really uh, all that. She is an awesome lady. She has written a book called Roadmap to Revenue, and I would encourage our listeners to get it. It's really about... Her, her whole mission and whole cause is let's stop thinking about our sales process and let's start thinking about the buyer's buying process. Whether it's a, what, no matter if it's a purchasing agent or a, you know, a CEO, everybody goes through a process. And we've talked about that, but she yep. really has div, uh, dove quick into it and very deep. So, um, but she also brought up a topic that I thought I would play a three or three minute clip here. And uh, it's me interviewing her, so I uh, pipe in a couple times, but I'd like to play it for you and then let's talk about what we hear. Yeah, good. I think the first place and the first problem is our intention. And the older I get, the more, the more I realize how much we are driven by and messed up by our intentions. Yeah. Our intention as a seller, especially if we start a company or we're on commission and you know now our, our livelihood and our family's health and everything depends on us making the sale. Okay, so that's our intention. And we have a sales manager who's beating us up every day about, you know, you've got to meet your quota, da-da-da. Now, the customer has no such intention whatsoever. <laughs> they don't care if you make a sale. I know, you know, they might be a little empathetic, but if you're a nice person and you're trying to help. But basically, that's not what gets them up in the morning. No. This whole dominance of intention that filters into every single thing you say, the client can smell it, too, or the customer can smell it. You know, there's a saying in, in um, show business, I used to be in show business, there's a saying called flop sweat. And that's when you're up in front of the 
the audience and you're you're flopping. You're not <laughs> making it. Then they know it's like a comedian and nobody's laughing, that kind of thing. That's flop sweat. And people can smell flop sweat on you and, you know, they know that your intention is to sell them and it's not working and you're getting frustrated and they don't care. They really no. don't care. So their intention is to, as you say, I think you have two things that, that you bring up and you'll have to tell me what they are because they're not coming to my mind right now, but they're absolutely fantastic about a desire or solving a problem, I think. I always say that, uh, and you, you said this exactly the way we think, is that's your intent matters. What you're intending in that relationship matters. If you're intending to make the sale, you're probably at cross purposes or at mm -hmm. odds with their intention, which is exactly mm -hmm. what you're saying. I always say that people's intent is either to solve a problem or achieve, an, achieve a possibility, their desired, that's a new it. desired state. And if your intent matches with that, you are golden. But most of the time it doesn't in the, in the amateur sales world. Absolutely. And people are so over salespeople. I mean, uh, when the whole relationship thing started, the big fad about you know having a relationship with your customer, I just thought to myself, wait a minute, I don't want the car dealer showing up for dinner. You know, I honestly don't. I just want to get in there, get the car, have him tell me the truth about the car. Let's be truthful. That would be really cool. And then I just want to buy the car and yeah. go away and go about my life. So I think our intentions are a big problem. And by the way, it's not just about selling. I, I've worked with CEOs who whose intention was to show up their previous co-worker. Oh, yeah. And, it's it's and, sick. You know, I mean, intent is a sick the, and deep yeah. deal. Yeah. Especially in the tech industry where you've got engineers starting companies and they want to prove that they're the best engineer. So that has nothing to do with the client's or customer's yeah. intention. And that's, I think, the first place we get off track. So what do you think? Intent, intention, relationship. She spoke about a lot of things there. Is she a doctor? Is she Dr. Shivago? I was waiting to say that the whole time. Dr. Could Sh I say that I was in show business if I was host of Allegro I, 1974 at Carmel High School? I, you can. I wondered what that meant. Did that mean she worked in behind the scenes or she's famous on the thing? I don't know. It's good. But um, maybe that's for the Dr. Shivago. Then Dr. Shivago, maybe she was That's the link. You're good at I've never seen those. that movie. But my, it was my dad's favorite movie. I don't know I've why. I've never seen I it. I haven't either, but I heard it's really good. But so. you know, what a great branding. You know who Dr. Shivago is. Isn't that funny? Oh, I mean, and it's like name. from the early 70s, right? Yeah. A long time yeah. ago. Uh, okay. She's really, really good. And I love, I think one of the things that is great about when you hear someone speak that lines up with you is it's validating. And then I also love when they expand how you believe. And she did this in this interview for me. Um, one of the things that was a, a real takeaway listening to her talk about intention, and we talk about intention a lot on our show, about how to show up with the intent to help other human beings make their lives better. And if you do that, you get out of the selling realm. She, I've never thought about the buyer's intention. What is the buyer's intent and purpose when they wake up and what they're doing? And do they are they aware of it? Do they know what it is? And like she said, it, her, their intention is not like I'm going to wake I'm going to wake up this morning and I'm going to buy a new telephony system. Like they or don't I'm going to help this sales I'm guy. Say, right. I'm going to help him by yeah, buy I'm something. I'm going to get him. No, they just don't. It's no. it's a it's a very interesting uh, thought process. I think. So. What percent of Okay, let's say that uh, the average closing percentage is, let's just say, 15%. That's yeah. the deals that we propose to the deals we close, uh, period, yep. or, or uh, across the B2B space. Yep. Yep. How much of the 85% that we miss that, that doesn't close is a relation, has relationship to this and is impacted by oh, cross-intention? I bet a high percentage lots, of it is. Lots and lots and lots. 
it almost always is. And I, I, I wonder it how kind many of times, it is, really. Yeah, when we when we are the ones that push the deal away because our intent is flawed. I, I would I would love to walk around. Oh, I've not yeah. done this That's yet, like with a GoPro better. camera, right? So how many of the losses were caused by me versus the other person? No salesperson Never, that I work no. with ever says <laughs> no. this was this was on me. Yeah. This was my bad. Yeah. They just don't. I got do too that. excited. I got too eager. Yeah, I did. I wasn't you really know, paying attention. If, if I played it back, I, uh, I I pressed a little too hard. Um, most of the people we work with, the vast majority, do not do that on their own. No. And I think in our no. coaching, we help them do that more. And still, that's not a natural human innate thing yeah. to do usually. I get calls, as I'm sure you do, from people prospecting. Usually it starts with an email. And I know yep. I know when I'm in a campaign. You know, I just know when right. I'm in some kind of marketing campaign. Right. And it is amazing to me how even how lousy the campaigned emails are. And I know they've spent tons of money with copywriters and marketing people. And the intention is has very rarely anything to do with me or no. with my needs or, or right. problems. It's all about, let me tell you about us. We've done this and we do this and we've got this and we've got that. And part of that question of the 15% close rate is, wouldn't we want to stack the odds in our favor if we really, we really say we want to be the beneficiary of good processes and we want to make more money, but yet we don't do the things. We uh, stack the odds against us no. when we go in with the Ill, Ill intent. Absolutely. Yeah. I would have everyone listening think about this. Think about every single thing that you do. What's the intent behind it mm -hmm. in a day in your business life? Every single thing you do. So what's the intent behind putting something into salesforce.com? What's the intent behind an email that you're following up on in a customer, yeah. what, right? And, and really start to hyper check it like, wow, it's like I'm, you get real hyper aware of what's going on and then see how many of those things are self-serving, right? Or for somebody else, right? So I got to put salesforce.com in for my boss. And well, I got to follow up on this person because I really That's need about to close 90% this deal. of yeah. Salesforce. <laughs> yeah, like 98. Well, sorry, Salesforce. Yeah, because I know oh, we have great. Salesforce people listening. No, no, but, no, that's great. But the, the problem the is, is an issue. Yeah, yeah, it's an issue. So, yeah. um, so that would be a good to do item for me if I'm giving some advice around this is to say, okay, all day long, if I think of each action, each conversation I get into, what is my intent behind each mm -hmm. of those things? If I'm doing a demo, a lot of our clients do demos. What's my intent behind the demo? So often the intent is to maybe show off, right? Or impress or educate even, right? But can we can we really honestly ask ourselves what our intent is and actually honestly answer that question? I mean, it seems to me like if our intent has been baked into, you know, oh yeah, I, I, I want to help him. I want to educate him. But you know, at the end of the day, Brian, I got to make the sale because my yeah. family has to eat. Yeah. I just wonder if we can really be honest about the answer to that question. Maybe uh, we can. I well, just... if, you're, if you're okay saying, and this is something I'd written down as I listened to the prep for this, is it ever okay to want the sale? Is that ever okay? Is, is, is having the intent, I really want to work with this customer or client every, every okay? I think it is. I think it is, too. Yeah. And, and, I, and I've had that, personally. I meet a company. I see their culture. I meet their leadership. I meet the salespeople. And I go, I do. I want to work mm -hmm. with them. I just do. And, and we used to, I think I used to maybe beat myself up over that. Like, no, you can't. You got to stay, you know, good intent. I'm like, well, no, I really. If that's your intent. Yeah. I want to I work with them. But I that's a them. different intent than I want to sell them something. That's a good point. 
totally different. That's you, a good point. You see somebody and say, I want to be a part of building and even making it, it better. Is. And I love, yes. I, you know, I might even I might even do this for free if I haven't yeah. enough. But that's very different, I think, than my intents to sell so my family can eat. That's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. And you, you could we could literally have a show on intention every week because yeah. almost everything we do, every email we send, every follow-up call, every objection we handle. I had a, a client the other day that came to me and he said this, this customer was really frustrating him because he wasn't communicating properly and and uh, he, he didn't get back with them and he was like he thinks he thought he was lying to him and I said what's your intention here is you know what I just want some respect oh uh, that's your that's great I appreciate you being that's honest good. about that yeah. that's the first step to recovery that is but, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, that's not what your customer's intention is. That's not no. what's in their heart. You know what? I need to do a better job of respecting Brian. They're not thinking that. No. They're thinking about all the crap in their lives, yeah. and they've got bosses and managers. And you know what? You just happen to be the, the whipping post for today, Bill. Yeah. Um, so I think we just have to think about when we get ready, especially when we get ready to go in and do something because we don't like the way we're being treated, you got to be real careful with that very, one. Very, very. Um, uh, there's a great, I may have mentioned this in the podcast before, Brene Brown, who's one of my favorite people to watch and consume mostly via TED Talks and things like that, has this little phrase that I love where she says, if you're in an angst with someone, stranger, customer, uh, you know, Starbucks, barista, whatever, um, instead of being angry with them and lashing out, instead you think and feel this and say, I bet they're doing the best they can with what they've got today. So when you're getting this this contentious feeling, I think from an intent standpoint, I, my intent becomes I want to understand and empathize what's going on in that person's life in their brain, heart, soul. It doesn't have to be super deep even with them with a customer, um, but you can try to if you, you're constantly trying to understand what's this other person, what is their intent, right? What that that should be one of my number one roles as a sales professional, understanding what my buyer's intent is. Why is this person doing what they're doing? Why are they giving me price pressure? Why are they did it? So it's good. Hey, Brian, we've got a new sponsor, a new partner called Betterment. Betterment is a financial planning company, gives you financial advice. Their mission is to help people manage and grow their wealth, higher expected returns at lower costs. Betterment provides investing advice through smart technology with real people to help with account support. They are the better way to invest for your financial future. Personalized financial advice, great experience, and award-winning customer expectations. Betterment cares about its clients and is shown through how transparent the investing process is. Investing involves risk for a limited time. You can sign up for Betterment. You may qualify for a free Canary Home Security System to help secure your home, too. For terms and conditions, visit Betterment.com advanced. Betterment, investing made better. Yeah, in my in my interview with Kristen, uh, there are some other parts. We might uh, bring that back here in a couple weeks and uh, and do another part because she's uh, again Kristen Javago was her name. Roadmap to Revenue is the book, and she's in Silicon Valley and does a lot of work with uh, pretty good sized tech firms out there. So. If you listen to the first part of this clip of the interview, one of the most impressive things I think was when she was saying something and you you did a Barry White yeah, <laughs> which I just love. I know. She's like, you go yeah. <laughs> Well, I so, looked over when you were great. listening. I looked over at you to see if you smiled, I, but you didn't. I you just were typed very focused. I just oh, said, okay, "Yeah, good. Barry White. That was great. That was I did. wonderful. You did." And yeah. you know what? I took out some of the other stuff because I didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's you know, great. Anyway, that's funny. You're remoting. 
Yeah, good intent. Good memory of Barry White. That's All right. Funny. Well, thanks for listening today. You can go to our uh, website, advancedsellingpodcast.com, to learn more about some of the products we have. And there's also a program there called The Ultimate Pregame, which is a free way for you to get access to some of our content. If you want to email us, please send us an email with a question. You can send it as a voicemail question as well listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com and we'll get it on the air. We've had a lot of those over the last few weeks uh, kind of dried up, so we're ready. We're ready for some more. Make sure you send us that at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. See you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.